Once in a fortnight. Welcome to episode four of the Pilsner Podcast. We're four weeks in now. This has been a month of my life. Yes, this is great. Uh, we really had conversations that we didn't think it would make it this far. So uh, <laughs> next week I'll be on hiatus, but we're going to do a, a call-in. Uh, call-in sick show. Call-in sick show, yeah. <laughs> so that'll be that'll be an interesting uh, different development for us, but uh, things are looking up for the Pilsner Podcast. Thanks to our... 50-some listeners from last week. We appreciate it. Yeah, I, I haven't even checked the numbers. It's probably more than that. And we shouldn't be bragging about low numbers like that in the big scheme of things. <laughs> well, we're in a basement in Springfield. <laughs> I mean, a studio in Springfield, Minnesota. With, yeah, that needs so. to get some foam on the walls so it's not so echoey. We hear the complaints, people. Yeah, they can zip it. <laughs> yeah, when they've I'd, got a podcast, they can complain about ours. Uh, I'd rather buy more gear before I buy and chairs for our guests. Well, we got two wooden <laughs> chairs, and if we have a fourth guest, they have to hold their own microphone. They don't even get a, one of these fancy stands. They're, it, it's a work in progress. It's um, Every time I want to add a new mic, it's like about $85. Yeah. It's, yeah, because you got to buy I thought I bought just a mic, and I'm like, this is a great deal. And then I'm like, well, I need a mic stand. And then I found out, you need power for these babies. Yep. You need cables. You need, like, oh, man. It's just like, I know me? from back in my DJing days that microphones and some of this equipment is not cheap, so. And I have the lowest of the low-end stuff. Yeah. This is not, like, sure mics. These are, I don't even know the brand name. Well, and I was buying, like, wireless mics because I was doing the karaoke thing and stuff, and you get don't want drunks tripping over wires, but, <laughs> but yeah, mics can get spendy, so. Yes. So uh, I appreciate your setup here and I will for one will not complain about anything we're working with here. That has been Mike Talk. <laughs> that has been Mike Talk on this week's episode. Um okay, give us we, your thoughts back on Twitter. Catch us and let us know what you thought of Mike Talk. Speaking of Twitter. Yeah. Um uh we are on Twitter now and I have I have some questions. Okay, go ahead. I got followed by my own podcast one day. And I said, okay, that's cool. He, Corey took the initiative, and then I saw the tweets he was putting out, and I thought, well, maybe it's Colton. Okay. Fair <laughs> I, enough. Fair I assumption. Said, I, I text you. I say, hey, what's the login info? And you give it to me, and I log in. And uh, it struck me as odd. I'm going to pull it up right now. Are you talking about some of the people that we were following? Were. Are following. Well, I deleted a lot of them. I was going to go through all of them tonight. You're following... Just like student problems, <laughs> girl problems, things like that. Well, let me let me clarify how this how this came about. You followed the president Trump. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, is yeah, going you got to know what Trump's up to. That's that could be good show you material. Some like right wing Viking guy today or something. I didn't follow anybody today. Oh, <laughs> is there a guy on there called Right Wing Viking? I got a notification that. You and Colton are following him, or we are following him. I don't know. It's like, you should join your pals in following him. Twitter, uh, the notifications are dumb now. Right, uh, right-wing Viking is an uncle of mine. Um, but for the most part, you know how when you start a new... It's been years since I started a Twitter account. I hadn't started... I have Country a t- music quotes. 
Will you let me finish? Too sassy at adorable words. Let the dude tell his story, Tim. At LMAO. So Jimmy Johnson. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. (laughs) So it had been years since I started a Twitter account. I've had my Twitter account (laughs) so long that uh, I don't have any numbers after my name. I'm at Corey Jensen. And so as I'm doing this on my phone, starting this, um, something popped up and like suggested people you should follow. Do you want to follow? And I, and it said, I accidentally clicked follow all. You followed Dory, the talking fish. So I accidentally quick clicked follow all. Oh. And unfortunately that gave us like a hundred people we were following right off the bat. And then as I started scrolling, perfect boyfriend. As I started scrolling through them, um, I realized that for whatever reason, uh, Twitter seemed to think that I was a fifteen-year-old boy signing up, I or a fifteen-year-old girl, yeah, you signing up, up for Twitter. So you I, up I've as a teenager, I've been quick deleting or unfollowing a lot of them, but uh, the damage was done. So never. Here's advice to all of you that are just getting into the Twitter game: um, never, ever ever click follow all unless you just don't care okay so yeah so you you know i was waiting for a comment from you on that because i'm like i was gonna bring it up today so i figured okay so as soon as you had said you had some questions about it i thought okay (laughs) tim is going to ask me about all these weird follows i just like that there's an account called too sassy it's at adorable words and the description says have a sassy mouth, but hella sensitive at the same time. <laughs> Location, Dreamland. First tweet. My favorite trend on Twitter this year is the open for a surprise tweets. You best believe I'm about to open them all. Cool. I'm happy that's in my feed. Yeah, I'm sure that you're enjoying it. Oh, this, this person likes to retweet fashion. Oh, man, this person is deep. Add adorable words. Too sassy. 2018 is four months away. Let that sink in. (laughs) 669 retweets. You can just keep talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, so (laughs) had a miscommunication there. We need to learn our hand signals. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm lining up. We've got a potential. uh, Oh, uh, don't give it away. We, well, I'm just saying we got a guest, we got a phone-in guest that we're gonna have, and I'm texting this guest to get it lined up, and uh, so I was giving Tim the signal to hey keep talking because I'm so that so I immediately stopped. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? Obviously, you're a you're a movie buff and all that, so I'm guessing that you've seen Wayne's World too. Oh yeah, once. And, don't need to see it again. Well, so maybe you don't remember the part where they go into the into the studio to promote Wayne stock, and they're going to meet uh, handsome Dan. And Handsome Dan is just a troll-looking dude, but he's got this amazing voice. So they're on the radio with, with Handsome Dan promoting Wayne Stock, and, and they just start doing their spiel, and Handsome Dan is, like, doing all these activities in the back, like getting separated, and just every once in a while he's turning the microphone and going, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're like, and then they get into it, and they're like, and you're a total douche? And he, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So they weren't paying attention to what he, obviously, so that was my bit, is I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. Oh, and just wanted you to keep talking while I, I was while I was lining up our, our guest here that that uh, we're working on. This guy is going to give us some great insight into the upcoming Viking season. Uh, what are your thoughts on Monday night? Um. Well, I think when we did our picks a couple weeks ago, I think I called it a loss. 
Um, they didn't prove anything in the final two preseason games to change my mind. Um, the offensive line is horrible, but hey, they did cut Boone, who we both have talked about sucked. Yeah, um, I like that. Uh, so, you know, we've got a lot of rookies starting. we got Elf Line on the starting line. Um, I think it's going to take some time for them to gel. So even Rookie if, center, too. Right. So even if they are going to be okay, I don't expect to see it this first game out. Um, the thing is, is with this game, you've got – I think the Vikings are a three-point favor, a three-and-a-half-point favor, which means if they play it at a neutral site – the Vikings are favored by half a point. So basically we're saying this game is a coin toss. Oh, wait. The Saints and a coin toss? 2009. Oh, NFC yes. Championship game? Yes, Overtime. yes. <laughs> I, it took me a second there. Um, but so you've got a, a shitty offense and a fantastic defense. Well... I call it a fantastic defense, but I mean the secondary is iffy. We got Tremaine Brock; they just brought in. Nationally, everyone thinks that too. When we were drafting fantasy stuff, they're they're ranked like top six, top five. Right, right. Um. So, so then when we bring in the Saints team, which when they come marching in, is yeah. a shitty defense, but a pretty powerful offense. You know, they got Michael Thomas. They've got AP. And they've got... Um, we know what AP can do. Right. And then they got Drew Brees, who's, you know, 50 years old, but he still, you know, is a very good quarterback in the league. I think this is one of his last, like, big years, you know. I think Big Ben is done. He's, you know, he's not as... He's not going to be productive like he was the last couple of years. So, I think, you know, so basically what it's going to come down to is you're going to have a great, a great defense facing a... a poor offense and and or a great defense facing a great offense and you're going to have a, a poor defense facing a poor offense and you know it can really go either way ultimately you know when we did our picks a few weeks ago I came across as very let's say negative on the Vikings but I don't want you to get me wrong I'm definitely going to be cheering for them and rooting for them to win every game well, duh. but and if and if I'm wrong and they end up surprising us and winning, you know, 10, 11 games, I will be ecstatic and and thrilled, shit in my pants, happy. Oh my gosh! But that's aggressive. That being said, I'm still sticking by my five and eleven prediction of the team. Um, oh, no. Coming, starting with a loss. It'll to, be at least eight and eight. Starting with a loss to New Orleans on Monday night. That I could see. It's they're gonna they're spooked. It's national. It's yeah. I could definitely see them losing. They've but traditionally I, it, not, you know. And I hate, I hate the well. The Vikings always play bad on Monday nights, or or I hate it when they use that analogy for any team. Over well, for the last ten years they haven't. This is a different team. Every year it's a different team. So don't give me this. The Vikings always play like shit in prime time because this is a completely different team. Then, you know, we all remember back in 2009 when the Vikings were dominating everybody and all of a sudden they had a Sunday night game and a Monday night game and a Thursday night game and they started shitting the bed and losing a few games. This is a different team. You know, we're seven years, eight years down the road. But traditionally, the Vikings shit the bed on on yeah. national TV. Um, I'm curious to see what Adrian's going to do. What do you think, what reception do you think Adrian is going to get Monday night? At U.S. Bankfield. 
Oh, booze oh, across the board. Reception, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, like the actual fans. Right, right, oh, right, right. Not play. Yeah, yeah, he's going to get booze across the board, and I think this will be the only game where he plays, you know, he'll play probably 50% more tonight than or Monday night than he will any other game this season. Yeah. Unless we how many times we play the Saints, you know. I think we were a little I think if we were a little more removed from Adrian, I think he'd get a better reception, but I think the fact that a despite what a lot of Minnesota fans, you know, I hate the guy. Right. I, I, he was a great player, but as a man, I, I can't stand the guy. That's what I'm saying. Like um, We've had players leave, and I don't hate them. Right. I like Jared Allen. I was sad to see him go, but, yeah, I didn't hate him for going to Chicago. Right. Uh, you know, but, but Adrian, you know, whooped the shit out of his kid with a tree branch. That's what I'm saying. Um, and then got suspended for a year. And, and we still paid and him. We, and, we yeah. paid him a shit ton of money. I think it was like $9.5 million that year. Yeah, and then he still thinks that he got and then he's, by us. And then he still wanted to wanted – a did get a renewed contract at the end going yeah. into the next year. And it's like, come they on, did dude, everything they could to keep him happy. The Vikings did everything they could do to keep you happy. And then you're, he called them out on in the media this week and said, he wants to stick it to the Vikings for letting him go. Right. It's like, come on, dude, this is a business. You've been awful, downright awful running back for like the last three years. He shouldn't even be on a team right now. He shouldn't. He's not good enough to play. Right. I mean, uh, production wise, he's like a practice squad member. Look at what does he get? Average of like two and a half, three yards per carry. Yeah, if that, if that. And the National League average is something like four, four and a half. Yep. I mean, he's he's definitely. I mean, if he's gonna be Hall of Fame, I think he's the most flawed Hall of Famer too. Fumbles like crazy. Oh, for sure. I would love to be on the other end of one of those fumbles. Finally, hopefully, we get that chance on Monday. Yeah, and I think I That's think gonna the, feel awesome. I think the happens. Vikings know him well enough that they that they're gonna go after that. They're at, after that uh, after the ball to call, try and cause him to strip to fumble. They're gonna try and strip it away. Do they though? It seems like regime change like happened so much in the last. Yeah, but you got a lot of guys around yet that played with him, and there's enough tape on him. I mean, regardless of regime change, they're going to know how to play against Adrian. Um, also, he's not going to be that good. So. Oh, right, right. Um, he might I, still be a little bit fast, but he he just does that dumb thing where he like shuffles back and forth behind a hole, no hole. Okay, right. I'm going down. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, I think Adrian's going to get booed out of the building. <laughs> um, but I do think in like three years they're going to bring him back, five years bring him back to retire the jersey and put him in the Vikings ring of honor, and then he's going to just – I don't think that will happen. I do. I really don't. Yeah, you know, regardless of what happened the last five years, he still was our, like the best – run, a right. top three running back in the history on, of like football. The first couple of years he was – Right. I mean, look at – they they're bringing Randy Moss back to get his – to join the Ring of Honor this week. Uh, people like Randy Moss, though. There's Randy Moss. But they didn't. They didn't did for a shitty. while, though, when he left. You know, there was a lot of animosity towards Randy Moss. When did he leave? I wasn't watching football then. I wasn't a football fan. Um, you know, I'm not sure on the exact year. He, he went to the Patriots. Well, he was traded to the Raiders for a guy named Napoleon Harris, and I think a draft pick. Okay. Um, Napoleon Harris was a middle linebacker that basically really didn't amount to much. Um, and then I think he went to well, – I know that then he went to um, New England, but I think that was via free agency. I don't think it was another trade. He was good there too. No, he was phenomenal there. Yeah. He was career resurgence and was great because he really didn't do a whole Steroids. lot while, while he was in in <laughs> Oakland either. So, um, 
yeah, so I, I do think that, you know, in five years or when we get to when we get to retirement time and, and Hall of Fame induction time for Adrian Peterson, I think he'll go into the Hall of Fame as a Viking. He'll come back and do the, the jersey number retiring and, and ring of honor thing, and, and then he's going to get the huge standing ovations. It won't be unlike, you know, what happened with Brett Favre when he, when he left the Packers and came to Minnesota. I mean, Packer fans pulled the whole, you know, Brett who or called him Bert, whatever, you know. Oh yeah. Um they hate they're super butthurt about that. And now, you know, last year or the year before they retired his jersey and put him in their ring or their Hall of Fame and, you know, they cheered the shit out of him like he had never left. Um sports fans have a short memory that way where they're gonna move on and they're gonna welcome the hero back. Yeah. you don't think that it's gonna be Cordell Patterson that comes back and they retire that eighty four? Um, boy, that is a good call too. That's uh, well, and and isn't uh, don't we have an eighty-four on our team this year? Probably. It's so, a popular number. It was Randy's number. Well, and that's and that and that's part of the reason why they're not retiring. They're not actually retiring eighty-four. They're just putting him in the Hall of Fame or in the Ring of Honor, whatever the Vikings call it. Um, he's first round, isn't he? Moss. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Isn't he already in? I have no idea. I don't know when. When do you get eligibility for that? I have no idea. I don't know how the Hall of Fame works. Um, that is a good question. I'm gonna check with the Google machine and see. And he hate me. He's an XFL Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. Is is there an XFL Hall of Fame? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we should ask about that. Hey, you know, we were talking about our Twitter account before. We should mention that it's at the Pilsner Podcast, or is it at Pilsner Podcast? At Pilsner Podcast. Yeah, we didn't actually give the handle away. Well, we should let everyone know that then. At Pilsner Podcast. Uh, it, it looks like... It looks like Randy Moss is not yet in the Hall of Fame. He becomes Hall of Fame eligible in 2018. Oh, perfect. So next year he'll this, be uh, That is according to the Star Tribune, which I am not a fan of. Um, I like the strip. Are you were you up to date on the uh, little Jim Suhan and Alan Gleeman or Aaron Gleeman debacle this last week? No, I know one of those names. Which one do you know? Gleeman. Okay, so Jim Suhan is a sports writer for the strip. He's he's been a writer with the strip for for ever and a day. He's almost as old as Sid, probably. No. And, I got um, Sid in my death league this year. Well, I don't think you're going to win. The guy's never going to die. We have five people each. No one's died yet. And you did the draft? Uh, Christmas. Wow, yeah. So no one from anybody's teams has died yet? We have to have an under 30. I picked uh, Dustin Diamond, you know, Screech. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, he's, <laughs> yeah, that's some, not a bad pick. No, I, did, I thought it was great, and I got made fun of, and then somebody goes... Who's your pick? And then the guy's like, uh, Lamar Odom. I'm like, that is a brilliant pick. That is a brilliant pick That's also. very good. Yep. You get double points for the under 40. Oh, okay. That's a <laughs> So you can draft as many as you want, but you just have to have one, at least one on your team. I wouldn't mind getting into that one year. So We used to have a local category, and we took that one out. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> not. It didn't help that I worked at a nursing home at the time. Oh, yeah. So you were probably like <laughs> in the know. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just had to change it from sports there for a second. <laughs> I see. I see that the uh, Chiefs scored a game or scored a touchdown. Yeah, they did. Seven seven. Who scored that touchdown for the Chiefs? Couldn't tell you. 
We had a fantasy football draft last night, Tim. Yeah, we did. You actually have uh, four members of the New England Patriots <laughs> in your starting lineup this week. Hell yeah, go Pats. Go Pats. P- playing against me, a little head-to-head. In the, I will play some against me. In the Pilsner podcast. Uh, let's check. Let's division? Get a, or you're calling it that? We're Yeah, you want to call it the Pilsner podcast division. That, that's like a built-in audience of how many people are in the league. So I'm looking here. Um, you are currently winning 11.5 to 3.5. Well, but, that's not good for four guys. But you've got four guys playing. I've got one. So <laughs> um, I was predicted to win by about 10 points going into this. But um, what would you think of your draft? Oh, horrible. So I just said, fuck it, and I am going to go all in on the Patriots. It, it's it's tough with um, 12 people in the league. Um, it's like I, I drafted eighth, I think. Um so then I would wait a little while, and I would get, you know, like 10 picks, and I'd get my second pick. And then it would be like 20 picks until my next one. So in between there, anyone of note as far as receiving running backs, tight ends, all that, they're gone. So I I went early on a quarterback. I went early on a defense because I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to have the best quarterback and the best defense at least, and I have the best tight end. Yep. That might help, you know, that might help me put it. Did you take the Patriots defense too? No. Okay. I took Denver. Okay. I think, yeah, it's it was Denver or Houston. I'm like, I couldn't believe I'm like, you know what? I don't care that it's early. I'm going on a, for a defense early. So let's just look at your starting lineup. You've got Tom Brady. Stud. Terrell Pryor Sr. He's pretty good. Uh, Crowder. Uh, uh, what's not to love? Gillesley. Gillesley? I don't know. Gillesley, yeah. I, just, I have him in three leagues, so I got three notifications <laughs> that he scored tonight. The first yep. <laughs> uh, and they are in the red zone currently. Uh, I bought the red zone, too. You, oh, you did. I'm going to try it out for... Big big spender. I'm going to try it out for... Well, when you're in a professional studio like this, you got to have access to sports when we're on a sports podcast. Right. Um, Coleman from the Atlanta uh, Falcons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my handcuff. I, I actually have Devontae Freeman. We'll talk. Yeah. I actually... You picked shortly after me, and I actually thought about taking him, but uh, I think I went with... Uh, Doug Martin instead on that pick. Then you've got Gronk, or you and and then uh, Hogan. Hulk Hogan is on your team. Yep. How's he doing this? I mean, I know he had like a hip replacement a few years ago. He had the sex tape scandal. Um, he just popped up on Twitter. He said he is never drinking again. I did see that. I did see that. So good for the Hulkster. We need to. I also got some Ric Flair news. <laughs> and then you've got uh, Mason Crosby and the John Denver defense. <laughs> what is your Ric Flair news? Um, here he is. Hang on. I'm going to cue this up. Are you going to play the audio from his... I think he's doing better. And all my fans out there, let it be known worldwide that Nature Boy, woo, is back up and running. Look at it only I can look. I want to tell all my fans out there, thank you for all the love, support, and I will see you in a very, 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 very near future. Woo! It sounds terrible because he's, it's not like, woo! It's, woo! Yeah. And yeah. then also, hang on, what is he saying right in the middle? He says, Back up and running. Looking as only I can look. Looking as only as I can look. Looking as only I can look. Oh, okay. Are you not a wrestling fan, Tim? Not of that era. Okay. I don't know anything about, like, I mean, I know just the basics. basics. Right. He says, woo. And I love his shirt that says, I ain't dead yet, motherfuckers. 
So that shirt is actually sold out, and so is the hat that he's wearing. All that stuff, the hat and the shirt, the hat that says limousine riding, jet flying. That's his picture from the 80s. When he looks like shit now, he's like, I look good then. Of course, he of course. He didn't look good then. So I am, it's, it's a secret to some, but not a secret to many, that I do still watch professional wrestling. Um, I'll take all the ridicule for it, but, you know. And I watch the challenge, hardcore. Well, and there's people that watch a lot of really <laughs> crappy television, and I just tell people, yes. Oh, boy. I tell people that at least wrestling admits that it's staged, whereas there's a lot of reality television that, you know, claims to be reality and is extremely staged. Oh, no, 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 no. There's, I'm not talking about, like, dude, the challenge is different, though. Well, I'm not, no, I wasn't making fun of the challenge. Yeah, and reality I, shows. I'm talking about, like, you know, that. the Duck Dynasties and the Crisly Knows Bests and... And See, I'm not a reality TV guy. Right, but I'm just saying. Yeah. That's, my, that's always because my... Because of what you're saying. When people rip on me about watching professional wrestling, I say, you know what? I, if, if I could get someone to watch... If I could pick five matches that I couldn't have somebody watch and let them see the build-up to that match and then watch it, I think I could get anybody converted into a Cage professional Cage match, fan. Attitude Era, Attacks on the Ground... Triple H, Pedigrees, or whatever it was Pedigrees, called. Pedigrees, Cactus Jack, and they go through no, the No, Mankind. Well, into the tax. Well, Tim, do you want to get wrestling talk here? No, but that's the one I'm talking about. Right, I saw but Cactus, Cactus Jack and Mankind are the same guy. Oh, okay. And when that happened, he was Cactus Jack. Whatever. It's the three faces of Foley. Do fucking mask yep. on. Okay. Yep. Anyway. Yep. I watched in the... In the Attitude Era. Yeah, that's... I figured out... Someone told me that's when I described when I was watching for The, about, the Stone Cold, The Rock, all that. That's I've just missed The Rock and Stone Cold, and I came in for the next people, which was like the Dudley Brothers who did Tables, and yeah. then the, the Two Extreme Hardys. Oh, the Hardys, the, yep. They're actually back in the WWE now. They're about 40, and... I saw that on Twitter. On, yep. Yeah, and then um, who were... um. Okay, DX was cool, and then so was I like them the best, and then um, the fat guy with the Scotty Two Hottie. Oh, Rikishi. Yeah, uh, with his butt bomb. Yep. Oh, so you know he never watched that asshole. Like he I made it stinky for the live feed. I subscribe to the WWE Network, and your son thanks you, and he does thank me. <laughs> and 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 honestly, I you know Do I you get pay per views with that. Like you yeah, watch the I shit. did get out of wrestling for a number of years. As, um, as I was most still adults do. right. I was watching Just it. Kidding. I was watching it pretty heavy up until, you know, nineteen. Well, twenty two. You know, in that right around that age. Like when Ready to Rumble came out, that movie. Right. I like that movie. Um, and then it kind of, you know, it went into like a PG thing, and and I, you know, Colton was born, and I just kind of got occupied to where I got out of it, and then when Colton was. You know, in that six, seven, eight range, he started watching it. Well, then I'd started watching it with him on Monday nights, um, and that now it's just kind of become our our thing. That um, Colton and I, and, and I, I've tried to get Joe into it, but he really doesn't have any interest in it. So I find other things to do with Joe. Yeah, he likes Blink One Eight too. He's cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but you're, Col- gonna, you're gonna buy him the new Front Bottoms record in in October. What is the Front Bottoms? <laughs> it's a really good band. They opened for Blink uh, on the last tour. Okay, okay. A band from New Jersey. But so, you know, so since Colton was, I mean, probably even before Joe was born. I mean, when when Colton was young, he got into wrestling again. And then I started watching it with him, and then it just kind of became our thing. So, um, him and I have gone to a few, you know. Yeah, you going to Mankato? No, we're going actually going to go to the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs pay per view. In, in Minneapolis the next night. Everyone on there always says Man- or Minnesota is like, they bring it. 
Minnesota is the hotbed for professional market, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude. First Avenue even has like a like an underground um, wrestling thing. I would like to go to an independent wrestling show sometime, just because I've heard they get pretty crazy. It's on. It's in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah, and then they have just a very small amount of seating around it. It's cool. Like that's like a Colt Cabana a, thing. A friend of mine. So, um, WWE was j- just in. I still say F. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, oh, that's all right. Hey. We can pick up on this. Our our uh, our guest is ready to for us to give him a call. All right, let's take a break. Okay, sounds good. All right, so we're back from our brief break. I've got our our big guest on the line. We've been looking forward to this for quite some time. He we have to keep his identity a secret. He is an NFL insider. He played some football himself. I'm not sure what level it was, but uh, he is an experienced football player, and he's a great football mind. Um, we're going to just refer to him as Mr. G. Mr. G, are you there? I am here. All right. Can you guys hear me all right? We can hear you just fine. Excellent. So we've been briefly talking about the Vikings, and we kind of talked about what we think is coming up with the Vikings, uh, not only with the Saints this weekend, uh, but the outlook for the entire season. Um, but you've got a little bit of information, and I want to hear your take on what you think the Vikings are going to do in 2017. Well, um, I mean, obviously no one knows what's going to happen in 2017. If you did, you'd, you'd probably be able to win quite a bit of money in the lottery, playing Powerball and whatnot. But, you'd be like Marty so McFly is, where you had the, the sports almanac? Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Pretty much the same thing. We got this hurricane's coming. It starts with an I. We had an H before. Irma. Yeah. Do you think we could wait and then the next one starts with a V and then 2017 could be the year of HIV? That would be brilliant. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That's deep. <laughs> That's a little off topic from the Vikings, but. Uh... <laughs> my head yeah, yeah. So um, my level of football was junior college. Um, oh, we can if, cut that got, out. I needed to say that again. Nothing. He's Sorry. just being a smart aleck. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so, I mean, on the college level, not, not that big of a deal, but I do have some pretty important ties and. I like to keep those to myself, but um, looking at the Vikings season this year, it is early to tell. I wasn't impressed in the preseason. I think the offensive line is it's another one of those years where you got the, a big question mark in a big spot. What do you think of the rookie center, Mr. G? Rookie center is, you remember Matt Khalil? He used to play for the Vikings. Yes. I think I've heard of him. Yeah. Um, awesome rookie year, pro bowler, and then didn't do anything ever ever we, since. We take that. Um, I think Elfline <laughs> could be a pro bowler his rookie year and maybe a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I mean, <laughs> you're looking at like a Matt Burke kind of guy right That's now. A career. He's going to have a long career, <laughs> and he's going to be good the entire time. So you think this guy's going to be like the best center in the NFL? Um, probably not the best center in the NFL this year. Okay. He'll be in the top three. Okay. Um, I don't even know. I bet. I mean, honestly, I couldn't name, I couldn't name three centers in the NFL. So if we get to like 2027 and we're looking back at, at his career, um, where would you put him at that point? Do you think if you, if you had the magic crystal ball and could, and could see into the future, um, well, if we're, yeah, 10 years from now, we're looking into that. Um, and he's been a Pro Bowler eight of 10 years. Yeah, probably the best center ever to play the game. 
And he's going to play for the Vikings, so that's going to be great. What do you think of Delvin Cook? Delvin Cook is another guy who has the potential to be a stud. Who was the guy in Dallas last year, the rookie that just busted onto the scene? Zeke? Zeke Elliott? Zeke. Yep. Zeke Elliott. I, there's no reason Delvin can't be Zeke. Doesn't he need year. an offensive line, though? Um, you ever heard of Barry Sanders? He didn't have much of an offensive no, line. I haven't. Can you give me a brief? Refreshment, please. <laughs> Tim, Tim is a young man. He maybe doesn't know who Barry Sanders okay, is. Okay, so yeah, he was, a, he was a stud running back for the Detroit Lions, basically carried that team oh. on his back for his entire career. Oh. Um, that's pretty quick synopsis. So maybe do you think – so you one think, playoff game his entire career. Yeah, it was bad. So do you think Delvin Cook is basically the next Ezekiel Elliott but without the domestic abuse? I hope so. He yeah. does have baggage. He, does we, have baggage. he brought some bad friends with him and or we, something we like just that. Got, we just got rid of a running back that had a little baggage. Um, yeah. And in a passing rumor league, has though. it, you mentioned um, he brought some bad friends with him. Um, my inside source, I won't give it away. Um, Come on, we need he a made scoop. A deal, he made a deal with him that his bad friends would stay down in Florida. He made a deal with Zimmer? He made a deal with Delvin Cook. That, that Zimmer made a deal. Bad, yeah, right. That his bad friends would be down in Florida. I think you and I have the same source on that information. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, some people have the same sources. So you know who I'm talking yep. about. Yeah, I know the guy. So what do you? Awesome. So what's your what's your uh, prediction for the record for the Vikings this year? And okay, so last year eight and eight um, started off hot five and zero. Oh. I don't think they'll start out five and zero this year. I think they'll be they'll be a strong finisher, more so than a strong starter. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards that twelve and four catch a break here and there. They're always close in games. It might be thirteen and three, but it it could be ten and six. It, are you asking me to give you a, a record, or is that range good enough? That range is good. How, so obviously, with a twelve and four record or thirteen and three. Um, you're expecting them to make the playoffs, and how do you how do, yep. you, do you expect them to be raising the trophy in their own home field in February? Well, I tell you what, I um, right now I have the Patriots Chiefs game on right in front of me. Yep. And Mark Wahlberg was doing the introduction of the New England Patriots tonight, and he introduced the defending champions. They lowered the flag or lowered raise the banner, lowered the cloth, whatever you want to say. And then they come running onto the field with trophies and it was awesome. And I, I think next year that's the Vikings oh, wait, wait, on wait, Thursday wait. night football. I, I'm with you, but who's our celebrity? Who, who would be our celebrity? Probably Nick Swartzen. I mean, Prince is dead, so it ain't going to be Prince. <laughs> it might be Nick Swartzen. Um, yes. Is, me, is Meat Sauce a big enough celebrity to pull that off yet? Is Meat Sauce the Mark Wahlberg of Minnesota? At this point, because Prince is dead, Dylan doesn't care. Dylan doesn't care. Prince is dead. What about, God, Josh, du- what about Josh Dumel? He's from North Dakota. Yeah, but he's a huge Vikings rube. Oh, is that all it takes? You know, it, it, could, be, it could be him. Or Swartzen, um, yeah. I would love Swartzen. Does I think Jessica Biel care about the Vikings? Oh, Sean William Scott. What if Stifler just oh, ran yes. out onto the field? Stifler. 
Or that would be awesome. That would be out of nowhere. Like Steve Zahn. Who is this? Yeah, Steve Zahn. <laughs> we got plenty of Minnesota celebrities we could choose from. Yeah. Well, I, maybe by then we'll be big. Yeah. We can do it. Maybe we can do it. We could have Mr. G out there with us. Hey, Mr. Oh, G. That'd be amazing. We we asked for five minutes. You've given us uh, almost ten. So I we appreciate the time. And do you mind if we check back in with you in a few weeks and kind of see where the Vikings are at and get your thoughts maybe after week four? Yeah, let me as the season goes on. Let's um, we'll keep in let's touch. Let's keep in touch. I think uh, yeah, as it goes on, I can kind of pin down my predictions, see the way the ebbs and the flows of the season. Sounds um, good. We always appreciate having a great football mind to talk to because. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the first few episodes, but neither Tim or I are great football minds. We end up talking. I have. We I talk have, and I'm a, huge, I'm a huge fan. Who's you guys Barry are doing Sanders? great. You're doing great service to the sports world. Well, great. We appreciate the time tonight, Mr. G, and you have a nice evening. Awesome. Thanks, guys. You bet. Wow. What a nice guy. That Mr. G is a hell of a guy. I like that guy. Uh, Gillespie just scored again. Gillespie. I don't even know how to say his name. I think it's Gillisley. Yeah, well, watch your back, Jensen. Yeah, I'm watching my back. What do we have for – let's give the fans an updated as if they care about our – so, anyway, so we were talking – before we had talked to Mr. G, we were talking about professional wrestling. Uh, we can move on from that. Hang on. These are my team names for my three leagues. Tim's team names are the Burritos, <laughs> the Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. Berenstein. It says Berenstein. I no, mean, I, I looked it up. That's how you spell yeah, it. Yeah, I get you. And the beaver. <laughs> so that is interesting. I like the burritos is my newest one. So we were we were talking about fantasy football draft last night. Um, you had mentioned that you were upset with one of our one of oh, the other Oh, Todd Squad. Yeah. What um, happened there? Okay. Uh, gets to be the end of the draft, and I'm pretty mad at myself for having a bad draft and just letting things go. Um, for some reason, uh, McFadden is still available really late, and I have like 15 picks until my turn or something like that. I'm like, oh, boy. I wrote it down all the way till the end, and he took them right in front of me. I had nobody else queued up. I'm like, are you kidding me? That is such a Todd move, Todd squad. <laughs> like, no. Because, oh, man, I thought that that, that was going to be it for me that year. Like, you know, one game with Zeke, and then it's all McFadden. Did you get Zeke? No. Okay. I didn't want him either. No, I didn't know. I mean, he's, as of right now, he's only going to miss six games. I mean, only. But, but. that's, that's you. I would take him super late just for potential playoff run. So my team names, I've only I only edited one team name from last year. Um, my first and my least my least exciting name is I've had since I don't know if you remember there was a tight end. Um, I don't even remember his first name now, but his last name was Keller. He was a tight end, I believe, for the Jets. I mean, we're talking like six seven years ago. Um, anyway, so my team name from in that league forever has been the Natural Born Kellers. <laughs> um, and then I've got. Um, in another league, I've got uh, Dak Prescott is my quarterback, and he's a keeper from last year, so my team name there is the Dak Street Boys. Nice. I'm uh, going to be changing mine in the Sanborn League this year. Oh, you are? Yeah, keep going. From the Beavers to something else? It's the Beaver. 
the beaver. Sorry. Because I'm only one guy. Okay. And then I've got the Angry Dragons is my team name. I told you to take that. You did. Because you were Pink Socks, and I go, dude, the Angry Dragons is still there. That's when you went Pink Socks, I went the Beaver. I'm like, someone's going to take Angry Dragons. Yep. And you're like, yeah, it's me. Yeah, I <laughs> and you changed it. your name. <laughs> and then in my other league, that this is the one that I'm the least serious about. It's uh, work uh, with coworkers. Um, and that one, my team name is Teddy Bridgewater's Knee. <laughs> well... That's funny. But in my You're in my blow it. My base yep, exactly. In my baseball league, uh, my team name and, and you're not a baseball guy, so you don't even maybe wouldn't even get the reference, but my team name is Wilson Ramos's abductors. <laughs> and Wilson Ramos was a former catcher for the twins who got traded to the to the Nationals uh, for a terrible, terrible closer. Um, but anyway, one off season he's from a South American City or country. country, and during the off season he was he was kidnapped and held ransom. Oh, so I, I named my baseball team the Wilson Ramos Abductors. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, um, I am going to change my name when I play Sir Colton Jensen. I'm going to unveil my new team name. And you're not going to let us know ahead of time. Uh you know what? Nobody listens to this. I'm going to be the Toe Crushers. The Toe Crushers, <laughs> which is, for the listeners that don't know, is a throwback to uh, when Colton broke his foot working with Tim. Um, so my draft last night, I was racing home. I had a work event up in Oh, I got a funny story. Up Go in ahead. Blaine don't last night. The race one. So I, I'm racing back, um, had to stop at the Pizza Ranch. They're an official sponsor of the draft in the Jensen household. Uh, stopped at Pizza Ranch no in Redwood Falls. Coming over, and uh, and this is their first year. Well, they cut, they made the cut, so we'll probably have them back next year. Um, but I, I so and when I'm in the uh, Pizza Ranch parking lot, I pull up my phone, um, just check and see how much time I haven't to see. I actually have seen if the draft room opened yet. Is what I was doing. I knew the draft was at eight. Um, I thought the draft room opened at seven thirty. Um, so I was seeing if the if the draft order was posted yet, and I knew I was going to get home just barely in time for the draft. And as I'm opening it up, I thought, God, that's right. On Tuesday night, we had our draft for the for my work league. I must have missed it. Let me see who I got in the auto draft then, because that's how much I care about that league. I, I'm an auto draft, whatever. So I open up that league and see that the draft is also at 8 o'clock last night. So I had two drafts. For two leagues going on at the same time. You're sucking all the Wi-Fi. Yep. All the bandwidth is you. Yep. And how many people depend on that? Uh, well, Chrissy was drafting, Colton was drafting, and then I was drafting on my laptop for our league. And you have and another dra- kid that probably was And using drafting the on my phone for the other <laughs> league, and Joe was probably shooting zombies or something on yeah. on the Xbox. Good Lord, that's so, a lot of bandwidth. Yeah, but normally, you know, I mean, you've been there. We usually host... Um, a draft party and everyone just brings their laptops. So I got good bandwidth. I can usually support uh, quite a few uh, devices. Um, so I'm in Redwood. It's 7.30. The draft starts at 8 o'clock at home. So I'm I'm racing home. And I have the draft room open on my phone just so I can see the timer to how long till the draft starts. Yeah. And I literally got home, or my wife calls me, and she says, you are the ninth pick. Ninth or tenth. It, it doesn't matter. But I I'm think like, you were right behind me. You were ninth. I was so eight. I think, okay, I've got a little bit more time 
That way, if I don't get home right in time, I've well, got a few you don't, picks. Not on the first. Everyone knows who the first. Right, but I knew that. Click, 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 I click, knew click. I had it. Probably gave me at least like three more minutes to get home. And I mean, that's how close I was cutting it. Um, I got home, got in, got my computer up, got my computer loaded and ready. You just like throw the pizza on the couch. And Basically, just like just open the laptop. threw the pizza across the room. <laughs> um, luck, luckily. Uh, Colton caught one, Joe caught the other, and and the dog caught the eight-piece chicken that we had. (laughs) Dude, Um, you couldn't have been like, hey, just at least pull up the Yahoo login screen for me. I had my computer. Oh. Um, You did that in the road then? No, I did it when I got home. Oh. By the way, I was texting you this afternoon. I was driving a stick shift. That's fucking hard. Well, you shouldn't text and drive, Tim. (laughs) Distracted driving. Um, So anyway, so so I got home just in time uh, for the draft. And and yeah, so Colton and Colton and Chrissy are there, and I and I'm drafting two teams, and and we were talking about this earlier about the the quarterback uh, strategy for drafting. Um, I waited and waited and waited and waited to get a quarterback. Um, and who'd you end up with? I ended up with Matt Stafford and Carson Wentz. See, I like the Carson Wentz take. I would actually take him over Stafford. I'd put Stafford as my backup on that. Okay, well, that's what I would do. I tend to get two. I, uh, you know, I like to get two quarterbacks of that caliber. I don't, I don't go out and reach for a, for an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady. Um, you know, there's so many in what I call that that second tier. Consistent twenty five points a week, though. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that is that if you're not gonna get if you're not gonna get Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or even Matt Ryan, you know, you got them three that are gonna put up a lot of points every week. Breeze two, and then it pretty much cuts. And off and that's what I mean. You get into that second tier of quarterbacks, and there is about. Eight to ten guys in that second tier quarterback, like Philip Rivers, and and I'll take two guys on the lower end of that second tier, and just play them based on matchups each week. You know, I might if if Stafford's playing a shitty, you know, if Stafford's playing the Browns, yeah, and Carson Wentz is playing the Vikings, well, then I'm obviously gonna start Stafford. Um, I I went for a long time. Um, and I don't want, I don't know if I should give away the strategy, but it can't be that big of a secret. Um, I a couple years ago I made it a habit. I was picking up a new defense every week, and I was picking up the defense of whoever was playing the Browns. <laughs> you know, because you knew yeah, like it was going to be a pretty decent. You know, they would at least have a decent week. Yeah, Browns suck, and that's just how it is. Right. So great take. So I so Colton and Chrissy were like hounding me, like, how come you haven't taken a running back yet? Or not a running back, a quarterback, excuse me. And I, I'll get there, I'll get there. And I, and, and I had uh, both my starting running backs, three wide receivers, two or three, maybe four uh, position, you know, wide receivers or running backs on the bench, and my tight end picked before I took my first quarterback. So, and, and, you know, and to be able to do that, and end up with the with the quarterbacks like that, you know. I'm I'm happy with That's it. That's very hard to do in a twelve t- team. League. According to Yahoo, I had the second best uh, draft. Don't in, buy that shit. I want to have the worst. I want to have the worst and then win a bunch. Well, you pulled the you pulled the Chad Jensen of the New England Patriots yep. this year. So. I know it, it wasn't I, that wasn't my strategy going in. My strategy was I want Bra- uh, Brady and Gronk. Okay. And that's it. Yep. But then it's just like it's just. I kept picking Patriots. I'm like, what am I doing? 
Yeah, because I was actually kind of hoping that Gronk was going to be available at my spot. Um, He's going to get hurt and, and piss me off. I that, had the opportunity to take Kelsey, and I didn't. I'm still wondering, like, why didn't I take Kelsey? Yeah. Because I was thinking, like, well, I don't want him on my bench, you know. But, yeah, I don't know. I They're up 17-7. I don't yeah, think I took a backup tight end. You have um, – see, here's how I drafted, too, after I, I realized, okay, I have all the Patriots I can get. What's their buy? Week 9. Okay, i got to start drafting players. That, I don't pay attention to bye weeks right, in fantasy football. You, know you can shit the bed in that one week, and it's not a big deal. Okay, but what I was thinking was all my other drafts, we have caps on how many moves you can make. Oh, well, we like do in our league, too, but it's per week. You can make up to three moves per week. Which is – which is a lot. That's a shitload. And I'm in ones where they allow you one per week, but normally nobody needs to make one until the first bye week. Because you guys make sure you take plenty of backups and stuff for all that. Nobody does a backup. Well, one guy drafted a backup kicker, and we're all making fun of him for that. So, And if I was in that league, I think I'd, I wouldn't take a backup kicker, and I did need the pickup. I probably wouldn't even pick one up the week. I would just play without a kicker for that one week potentially. It, it it all depends. It's a smaller. It's ten in that okay. week, and it it's the Clements Lumber one. Yeah. Um, I think we. Get, so bragging rights there. Yeah, it, it's actually a higher dollar one that I play in, but it it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. What's the so you play in three leagues? Yeah, I just started a rookie league. I I want to get people to play, and I wanted Megan to play so that she would understand why I'm watching football all day. I really wanted to get her involved. Yep. So I got her on a team, and she's not watching football tonight. She's so I'm doing. We great. uh. Well, I mean, and you know, in that league that you're in with me, we have uh, three husband and wives. Okay. That are in. I mean, Chrissy does. We got her. She's she loves it. Uh, she That's loves to sit and watch too. football on Sundays. Um, we got that too. And I'm getting a text from a wife tonight that this is her first fantasy league. She's like, "You're going down tonight." Oh, well, see that she's she's already trash talking you. That's good. Yeah. See, I had to send out. Look at this text I sent out. Um, did you have to remind people to set their... I told them there's going to be a $5 fine if you don't set your team, and that goes to the pot at the end of the year because it's not. there's only eight of us in this league. Okay. I sent this text out today. Can I read it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, hey, children, and happy game day. Just a friendly PSA. I said hello, children. What did I say? Hey, children. Oh. I said hello, children. Just a friendly PSA. The Miami-Tampa Bay game has been postponed from week 1 to week 11. Most of you have adjusted your lineups accordingly, but some of you haven't cough. Parker and Crystal cough. <laughs> if any of you are having login issues, just get a hold of me, and I will talk you through it. <laughs> so you are in a fantasy league with people that have never been on a computer before. Basically. Um, they also don't care about fantasy football. But the thing is, uh, like... I was helping him through the draft. It's going to be this is the one skip year, you know? Like, I'm going to help everyone through it. I'm going to make sure everyone has their team set. I told them, like, they were drafting, and someone drafted a second kicker, and I said, It's okay. You can do it again. I'll let you draft a different, you know, because we did a board. Um, we weren't drafting on computers. We were drafting with an actual draft. That board. is so much fun. I have it upstairs. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> we, so I'm um, in, go ahead. But yeah, we drafted, and this kid goes, because it's this guy's son. Um, here, my brother-in-law's son, like, he's like, uh, can you play? I'm like, of course, it'd be great. Like, get him some experience, you know, like, he's he's 10 or 11 years old or something like that. I'm like, sure, just make sure, just keep on him that he has his team set every week. Um, 
he drafts a second kicker, and I go, "Oh, buddy, it's okay. You can, you can go again. You don't need, you know, you don't need two kickers." And his dad goes, "Oh, I, I have two kickers. I told him to draft this." I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." Because <laughs> <laughs> that guy, there's two of us, two people that are in other leagues, you know. Okay, and everyone else is a newbie. Yeah, they're all and like the first pick, one girl picked uh, Kyle Rudolph, first pick, and I said. Well, that's a terrible pick. She's like, he's the only guy I know. <laughs> she, I'm like, she took him based on name recognition alone. Yeah, and I said, you can go again. I don't want to. I'm like, okay, that's also fun too. Just like because yep. you want to watch the Vikings. I just keep it fun and light, and the the dues are really cheap. It was I was like in a bucks. league a f- years back when Tampa Bay had like the defense that everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. And we had a similar. I mean, this was a fairly experienced league, but. You know, a couple guys, and I don't remember if the guy that did this was a first-timer or not. Uh, I guess it could be time for the weekly name drop, Chris Keen. <laughs> that, that guy sounds like a professional football player. I, I think he's a professional truck driver. Makes a living driving. Yeah, that's yeah. professional, technically. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so we're lined up, and we were doing a live draft. We were at uh, at a bar. Had everyone lined up around the table. And, I mean, this was back when we were, like, so into it that I made everybody sit in their draft order around the table so we could literally go in a circle around the table. How would you come picks. up with a draft order? Uh, I believe we drew it out of a hat. Okay. I found a randomizer on an app. Okay. I typed in everyone's name. Well, this was random. this was pre where we none of us – we didn't have computers in our pockets. Just wondering what, if, the, right. if you had a better idea. No, I no, like no. Back, then, back in that day. Yeah. And actually what I think we did was we grabbed a deck of cards. That's what I was like thinking Like the one too. through ten, and we just had everybody draw a card. We came up with cards and dice, but we had no cards or dice. We're uh, like, what yeah. do we do? We're yeah. like, I don't know. Uh, names out of a hat. Duh. So, <laughs> so Chris had the number one overall pick. And he just, as proud as could be, without hesitation, Tampa Bay's defense. Oh, my God. Number and one like, overall. we all like, <laughs> what? And he's like, fuck, yeah, I got the best defense in the league. <laughs> and I'm like, but you took it with the number one pick. <laughs> and I'm like, but, but, it's, yeah, so <laughs> but, it's, but it's the defense. And he just... He was so excited that he had the number one pick and he got the best defense in the league. And it's like, you could have had the best running back in the league. You could have had the best quarterback in the league. You could have had the best wide receiver in the league. All of these positions score far more points, you know, than your defense is going to score. But he did not care. He was ecstatic about having the Tampa Bay defense. Do you remember how he did that year? I'm pretty sure he probably finished dead last. (laughs) That's a that's a Tim move. That's a that's a that's a Tim move in this. <laughs> oh, he timmed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not very good at fantasy football. I'm not. I'm in too many leagues too. You'd think I'd be getting better at it. Well, I kind of was better at it last year, but. So yeah. you've got two sporting events here on your TV. Yeah. And these are both being watched from Sling TV. Now I I one is a uh, new telecom. Which one is the new telecom? The Left side is not an HD. Okay. Right, right side is HD. Uh, my antenna, yesterday I scanned and I pulled NBC. Okay. Uh, today it wouldn't pull NBC. Being a bitch. So I uh, 
I had to get the old standard deck box out to get this to work. But all the Thursday night games should be on. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you're going to be able to watch stuff down here. You're going to be watch football on Sundays, you know, down here. The uh, plan is I get CBS and Fox to antenna on the left, a full game, red zone on the right with sling. Yeah. That's a, that's a fair plan. And then, uh, yeah. So my qu- my question is with the sling, I've, I've been doing some research on this after you kind of told me about it, and I realized that there's a difference between Sling Box and Sling TV. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sling TV is from Dish Network. Okay. It's called OTT. It's an over-the-top. Um, it's internet-based TV. The only downside I've had so far is there's no locals, and they're uh, in our area. Actually, if you're in Redwood County, you'll get Fox 9. Okay. Um, uh, there are also... Oh, there's no Big Ten Network. But the rumor is that it's coming. Okay. And I found this uh, about 10 other services that have it. So my plan is to do the weekly trials every week when the Gophers play. Okay. And just different email address. Fubo TV has it. They're sports-based primarily. So, yeah. So you you have cut the cable. You, with the exception of your your box that you get a discount on your internet for having the box. It gives me just locals. Yep. It gives you just locals. And standard depth. So. But you said there's some other services that are similar to that, right? Like you said that. So this one is that you have is Dish, isn't there? Doesn't DirecTV have one also? DirecTV Now. Okay. The only reason we don't do DirecTV Now is because I like the Sling interface more. They're almost priced identically. And the channel lineups are identical pretty much? Almost, yeah, pretty close. And the packages are pretty much the same. We're seriously considering cutting the cutting the cord at the Jensen household. Um, See what you can do with an antenna. The, the two the two biggest factors in being able to do that are, well, let me say three. Um, my wife's love of Bravo. My wife. My wife. She has a love of Bravo, so she has to be able to make sure she can watch her Bravo. I bet that's on Sling. I've got to be able to watch my... we get You get regional. This is Fox Sports North. Yep, so I've got to be able to watch the Twins games, and I've got to be able to watch Monday Night Raw and... Tuesday night SmackDown on USA or TNT. They're on USA. I, f- I don't watch anything on USA. I think well, you don't we watch get anything on USA. USA has got some hot programming that's come out in the last couple of years. Very characters drama welcome. <laughs> I don't know what they are. What are they always funny? What's their slogan? Characters uh, welcome. I don't remember. They used to be, but they don't use that anymore. Uh, TBS is very um, but but the because that's the thing I well, I said earlier that we have the WWE network at home. Yeah, can't you just pull live? TV? They don't do they don't do uh, Raw or SmackDown on the network. See, it's tricky. It's I've available noticed. like like thirty days later, and that's because they don't want to pull it off the network because they still make a shit ton of money from Listen, the USA network. I'll say this: the most reliable thing right now is cable, and that's why it's so expensive. It's cable or satellite. That's the most reliable thing. You have to have like like. I don't know. You have to be like a tech person, sort of, to get Sling. Isn't is probably right now eighty five percent reliable. And when I got it, it was like fifty percent. Okay. They're always improving. Yep. They're constantly updating. They're adding features and channels, and it's getting better. It's almost as reliable as Netflix right now, which is you know Netflix always works. Right. It never doesn't work. And my my thing with cutting the cable, the other hesitation that I have, and maybe it would deter me and, and my family, we could all use it to watch a little less TV, but it's so easy to, to flop down on the couch, 
grab do. the remote and start flipping through mindless 200 channels until you find that one thing you want to watch. I do that, dude. It's it's insane. Like I find myself since I've done this though, for real. I, I watch a shitload of TV, but like when the shows aren't actually happening live, like you know Tuesdays at nine, right. or Something like that. Like during the day on the weekends. I find myself like spinning records for like four hours in a row and just sitting playing with my dog and listening to music. Right, right. And, like maybe flipping through a magazine. Right, and that and that's like I said, that's something that I think my whole family could get away from. Is 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 it's so easy to flop down and, and flip that on. But on the same sense, is my kids don't watch a lot of TV anymore. Yeah. You know, they've both got like younger they, kids love internet. We YouTube we stuff. pay for cable in their rooms. We you know we paid extra so they you know. That's twenty bucks a month there. Good for me. We've got a cable box in each of the boys' rooms. We got a cable box in our bedroom, and we've got two downstairs in the, each of the living room areas. Oh, you have two living rooms. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, yeah. Good. Thank you. It sounds like it's finished. I worked, is... I worked. Hey, I, I am actually <laughs> jealous of your basement. It's not finished. It's a piece of shit. It doesn't basement. matter if I, <laughs> I. The one that we have two living rooms, but the thing is, is what we call one the living room, one is the family room. Um, it is still oh, so occasionally confusing. and was forever called the blue room because it had blue carpet, but and that's what like Colton started calling it when he was like a toddler. Um, and and now that it's no longer blue, we got rid of the blue carpet and it's got laminate flooring and it's you know painted nice and it's an actually a fairly nice room now. Mm-hmm. We still occasionally catch ourselves calling it the blue room, but the downfall to that room is that both our living room and the family room are on the same level. And we have kind of a, it's not open, but it's more open. So it's not, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're I, too, I, know your house yeah, I mean, they're too close to each other to effectively have it be two separate spaces. If, if my wife and I are trying to watch my something wife. in the living room, you know, we can hear the kids, not that we don't enjoy our kids, but you know, when they're doing their thing, sometimes they're getting a little too rambunctious and, and, you know, it'd be nice if that space was like in the basement you know, not that I want to lock my kids away in the basement, but you just get what I'm saying. It'd be nice if there was a little more divide in the house for when you want that that time to. Yeah. Yeah. You I, know? I, I I can see where you're. My wife from. and I started watching Game of Thrones. You don't want kids around for that. And we don't I understand. My, I mean, my kids are 17 and 13, so I mean they're aware of how the world works, but I still don't want them around. Uh, it's when still I'm, weird. I still don't want them around when I'm basically watching softcore porn with dragons. Right. I don't like. Um, enjoy watching like um, a modern comedy with my mom. Right, right, exactly. They're gonna make a dick and fart joke, and they're gonna smoke pot on screen, and exactly. And Cindy's just gonna go. Ugh. So I mean, you you mock your unfinished basement, but I see nothing but potential. And if you know, and if you and Megan are in this house, you know. Oh, it's down the road. It's a in ten years. We'll, well that's what I'm it. saying. I mean, like when like five ten years down the road, you got a little little Tim running around here. Mm-hmm. You're going to appreciate this space down here that you can, you know, might have to move the podcast studio, but. Nope. The only thing in the near future we're working on is uh, we're going to put a toilet in right there, which is already, it, it's here. Yeah. It's ready to go. It's because uh, we were partying down here one night and just kept running upstairs. I'm like, wow, that sucks. Toilet's going back in. There used to be a toilet down here. We uninstalled it to do a bunch of um, other work. Uh, plumbing that we got screwed over on from previous owner. So we had to take the toilet out for that reason. But I'm like, let's just keep this toilet. And 
Yeah, it's still here, and it's one of those like five gallon flushers, not one of those tiny. You know, oh yeah, it's uh. So when you school. flush it, you know you're flushing it. Uh huh. So I'm like, I'm gonna put that back up, but there's still gonna be no wall. It's like a guy's toilet, you know. Oh like, yeah. I'm going into the next room, nobody come in here. Yeah. There's no doors or anything down you could here. so when the sandborn when the rope and spur oh rope and spur shout out now known as the sandborn community center no way really yep city owns it do they um do anything there the, um they hold some, you want one of these goose island no i'm good okay. i got my surly it is beer lovers day that's what I was, or something like that something to that effect I it's always it some Twitter. sort of day national beer drinkers day or something yeah something like that um i went light tonight but when the hey where are you at on your weight loss uh 224 that a boy yeah buddy that's why i'm drinking i like think we should do an on, i think we should do an uh, on-air weight loss challenge between the two of us so okay. you're you're at 224 i'm at about uh 215 i suppose i haven't weighed myself in a week you look way fatter than me. Are you way shorter than me? I am. I think I'm a fair amount shorter than you. That would do it. I was up to about 227 was the highest, heaviest I ever got, and that's when I said, okay. You want to do an on-air weight lesson? See, I'm about ready to throw in the towel. And I got down to 207 before we went on vacation this spring, and then I've now I've kind of got off track. But I think if we do it on air and wait See, that's what I'm saying. I'm we, about done and I'm about ready to have fun for the winter and just oh. drink beer and not worry about Well, it. then we don't have to worry about it. Sit I was down and you, drink beer. I was just going to give you an, some more incentive. Uh, Megan's really happy that I'm starting to do it now, even though we got married two months ago or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she, did I she, don't know what kicked it. I just started eating better. Yeah. It don't take much. I mean, when you I get lo- a small raise, I you lost, can afford to buy vegetables. I lost twenty pounds in a month, and basically all I did was I I quit drinking all soda. I still had the occasional beer, which I still do. Um, but then the other big thing is I, I cut out carbs. I quit eating potatoes. I quit eating pasta. I quit eating bread, and I ate as much meat and as much vegetables as I wanted, um, green vegetables and carrots and stuff like that. Like I said, no potatoes. Um, and, and the weight really did kind of come off kind of quick. Dude, here's, here's what I'm doing. Okay. During the week, work week, I'm putting on 25,000 steps on my pedometer during the weekend. I'm only doing like 8,000 a day. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I don't drink at all during the week. Um, I mean, socially that's it. Like if someone comes over, I'll have a beer, but on the weekends is when I have like, you know, the full, like. 10 beers on a yep. Saturday night and just have fun. And that's that alone, along with walking as much as I do. That's kind of what I was doing. And I don't get nearly, I have to work. And these beers, like the good beers, like the craft beers, they're terrible for you. So I went back to a, just a basic yeah. session. I'm like drinking Bush Lights right now because they're on sale. Yeah. I I have a hard time getting 10,000 steps sometimes during the week during on a weekday yeah different jobs right and that's what i'm saying so i mean i i usually shot for twelve thousand steps but what i was doing was i was tracking every single thing i ate and i did that for a while but it got annoying because i would constantly eat a handful of chips three grapes it's like fuck this well, sucks <laughs> but i yeah i i mean i do that but i would tend to try and like i said i stuck to it it was a good habit and it was almost a challenge to make sure that I ca- I was trying to keep everything under 1,500 calories a day. See, when I go into ultra weight loss mode, um, I can keep it under under 400 a day. And I'll do that for like three weeks, and I'll lose about 400 calories a day? Yeah. That's not healthy, dude. Dude, but you do that for like three weeks, and then you're What are good. you eating and keeping it under 400 calories a day? Mostly twice a day... Um, tuna a can of tuna with like just a small glob of uh 
um, uh, Miracle Whip Light or whatever. Okay. Mix it all up and then just eat that out of a bowl. Like you would like a tuna fish sandwich. Yeah, I gotcha. No bread or anything like that. Do that twice a day and then just um, like I drink sugar-free Rockstar, so that fills me up. Yeah. It's a false thing. And it, it's not like I don't do that constantly. It's like I need to lose 10 pounds fast. Right. So I do and that. And the other thing that I did too was, what, you know, other than my occasional beer, um, I was drinking only water. See the weekend there? Yeah, yeah. So I, I would drink only water and, and coffee, nothing carbonated, nothing with any sort of calories. Yeah. See, sugar-free and, Rockstar and sugar-free Red Bull are uh, – they do wonders because they give you the caffeine and there's no calories. Okay. And they give you the zip you need and it takes you a while to drink up. I can't slam them. I drink. I sip them. If I needed the caffeine, I would drink water, Joe. It's actually a water that's got caffeine in it. Hmm. Not bad because then it's, I've never heard of it. it's I, flavorless I do, and everything. I do, I do drink a lot of the LaCroix and I drink the Perrier water. I hate those tastes. Megan's all about them. Oh, they're phenomenal. She loves them. Yep. And I, it's, you know, always bringing home different flavors, trying them. And yep. It's like. I can't do it. I wish I could. So going back to your your toilet where we were getting at when I started talking about the rope and spur. um, I I forgot already. Sorry. I turned this way and I seen the the old toilet sitting there in the corner. I seen it. I seen it. Um, The rope and spur, when they remodeled the bathrooms, um, this was not the city that owned it. This was the prior. There was a a weird owner in the middle there between when, when the guy that owned that place for 30 years and then there was this weird transitional owner that it's a long story Did he book js6 to play possibly <laughs> um are you aware of js6 i just said it well obviously but it, it's still i didn't know anybody knew of js6 other than are they people. still around uh the one guy is actually my neighbor okay so no but i don't think they actually do anything with as js6 anymore i occasionally uh talk to one of the members on twitter i think he lives in minneapolis okay okay but went to high school with one of them, Andy Ryan. Oh, Andy Ryan was in JS6, huh? I wasn't aware of that. I thought it was all Jordan and Steph or Jordan and or Jeffers and Sanborn guys, and that's where the JS6 came from. Could have been. Okay, but anyway, can I get finish my damn toilet story, Tim? The floor is yours. Okay. Anyway, in the women's bathroom, instead of having separated. Uh, bathroom stalls for the toilets they hung shower curtains around the toilets so you could in that corner instead of having it just exposed to the world you could put a shower curtain back there i mean we did when that was our only shower no 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 i mean a shower curtain around the toilet oh i know what you're saying and yeah i know yeah that was our only toilet for the first year that we lived here and or or that was our only shower and like that was our spot it was a dingy ass basement. We'd have to walk down these stairs, come shower in there because the bathtub upstairs that they had had like shit growing in it when we moved in. Oh, really? So we just put a nice shower curtain on it and never looked and at it. And never looked at it, and right? And then the next time we looked at it was when we removed it. And uh. turns out it was cast iron and it was fucking heavy. Oh, I would bet. I would bet. <laughs> we rented uh, a place, my wife and I, back. My wife. We've been there for. For 15 years uh, in our house now, but the place that we used to rent had the same, uh, the upstairs, the the only bathroom on the main floor in the house had, you know, a, just a just a tub, 
And, I mean, it wasn't a shitty-ass dingy tub. My wife would take baths there, and, and, and we would give Colton baths in the tub there. But the only shower was a shitty, gross, grungy-ass shower See, stall in was, the basement. That was a dungeon shower. We called yep. it. It had, like, um, it wasn't an actual shower head. It was, like, copper pipes coming down with, like, outside garden hose faucets. Yes. Awesome. Oh, we called it dungeon shower. That's what it was. And we, like, wore sandals to come down here to take a shower in. Perfect. Yeah. I lived in a place like that at one point where we actually had a This is a 1950s build. Yeah, it's a nice place, though. I think you should be proud of your home that you own. Nothing from the 50s exists anymore. Except for these basement walls. Right, that's it. And probably this tile on the basement floor. Oh, no, I got to think that's... Yeah, probably. See, like, you can see around here, we did that. See the cement? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, because we had so much water in the basement, so we put a... One of those uh, systems in the complete basement systems, or whatever they're called from Mankato. You hear them? On yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. And then, and then you decided to construct this wonderful studio. Yeah. So, what do you think of the twins this last week? We talked about them they, last week. They were tanking this week. I was actually watching them this weekend twice, and, and I they watched were... them. I watched them. I I pop it on on the seventh or eighth inning, and I watched them give it away. Things were starting to go south a little bit, and then they won last night, and now they're down. Two to one to the Royals, and I mean these are teams that they should be beating. They so should absolutely be beating the Royals. So, uh, I mean they'll never be Royals. But Rios had an outing uh, this last week, and that's how I'm going to start saying that name from now on. Ever Barrios. ever since we we questioned the, ever since you questioned my pronunciation of the name, I've decided that from now on I will only refer to Brios as Brios. Um, he kind of had a piss poor outing, and the whole I mean things just. Other than their seventeen nothing trouncing of the Royals last weekend, which was badass, but then they go and lose the next night. Yeah, yep. So I hate how that works. It's like, yeah, one pitcher's hot. or no, it was the Rays that they beat seventeen nothing, not the Royals. I'm sorry, whatever it was. But I hate how that's how baseball works. Is that like you can just crush it one night, but then the next night it's a completely different team because of the pitcher. Yeah, right. I, I hate that. I mean, Gibson's been doing well lately. He's he's. He's actually going to have his, his uh, record back to 500 if he wins this game tonight, which, I mean, he's still out there in the seventh. Looks like he's at about 86 pitches. Um, and his, he's got his ERA down. His era. His era is down to uh, whopping. Going into tonight, it was like a 533, which for him and where he was at, you know, two months ago is, is phenomenal. I don't think anyone would expect him to even be in the starting rotation at this point in the season let alone, you know, ready to have a 500 record and be uh, with an ERA under six. So um, I still have faith that uh, I don't think the bottom is going to totally fall out. I don't, you know, I still believe that they can make the playoffs. Um, There have been a handful of times throughout this year, four, five, six times, where everybody's, you know, kind of wrote them off and said, yep, it's over, you know, going into the all-star break and the trade deadline, they turned into sellers real quick. Yeah. Um, I see that people are very upset about that. And, you know, so that's kind of my thing is like, yeah, they've lost three out of the last four. They're losing again tonight, but God, how many times this year have we thought it's over and then they turn around and, and get right back into it again. So, I mean, I'm not ready to write the season off yet, obviously, do you but, think they screw up next year and just go balls to the wall, all in, and then they just tank and they lose 90 games again? 
Don't put it past them. Fuck, I don't put it past them because two years ago, if you remember, they were in the same situation. They were playing meaningful baseball at the end of August, early September, and they ultimately fell out and missed the playoffs by a few games. But, you know, they kept it entertaining, you know, for a good majority of the season. And and I think they kind of raised our expectations into going into last year, and then they had, you know, the worst season in the history of the franchise. Yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. If you're going to lose, lose fucking huge. Let's do it. Yeah, right. And then now they come out last this year, and no one expected them to do anything worth shit. And here we are. You know, we're a week into September, and, and going into today, they make the playoffs. Um, Did they so, make the playoffs? No, what I'm saying is, oh, I mean, okay, if, okay, if yeah, the season yeah, ended yeah, today, they're in the playoffs yeah, yeah, or going into tonight. I, I was going to say, like, that's how little I follow. I'm like, no, holy shit, we did it? No, 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 no. They're, <laughs> they're as of, you know, they were a half game up on the last playoff spot going into tonight's games. And I don't know what Anaheim did today. I didn't see any scores on them. But, I mean, right now the Twins are losing in the seventh. So, um, okay. We'll see. And, and, you know, you want a prediction for next year? I don't know. No, it's like every, it's like, yeah, no, it's like every other, it seems like with them. Uh, actually, no, it doesn't. They lose a lot. It's been consistently losing well, the last I mean, five years. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, you know, they um, were a very, very, very good team throughout all of the, you know, the aughts, as I call them, you know, from 2001, essentially to I 2009. signed by like the O2 team with like Brad Radke and Tory Hunter and the whole team. That was when they went. If you ever really want, if deep. you ever want to part with that, you can I do. let me know. I do. Um, I'll just give it to you. You're a more deserving person. I don't want cash from you. <laughs> you got to get one of those um, things, the glass things. Okay, you know. You should. I mean, because it's in a plastic bag right now. That's how I'm keeping it. I'll tweet out a picture of my office uh, tomorrow, and and you would just shake your head and be ashamed of me if you saw my office. It's just memorabilia. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got the Wheaties boxes from the '87 team. One of them still has the Wheaties in it from 1987. Well, wait, this is my office, so I get it. Yeah, these are like concerts I've been to. I've got. Uh, <laughs> I've got an 87 World Series ring, championship ring, replica. Um, the strange, Probably the strangest thing that I have is tickets from the 1985 playoffs okay. that the Twins never made it into. Oh, weird. They, they just printed them? Well, they were in the playoff hunt all the way. They got eliminated on the last day of the season. Yeah. So they had printed these tickets and mailed them out to the season ticket holders. And uh, Colton, for Father's Day a few years ago, found these on eBay or on Amazon or something. That's a genius thing. And there, it's the full sheet of the of the playoff tickets. That is a badass gift. That's thinking outside the box. Yeah. So I was that's, like, that's "This amazing. is crazy." So I've got those. Um, I've got a. This is how hardcore I am of of my twins fandom. I've got a like a four foot by three foot painting of the Minneapolis skyline. With the Metrodome as the main focus. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got a lot. I'll, I'll take a picture of it and, and tweet it out on the uh, Pilsner podcast page tomorrow so our listeners can can see how. Uh, I've got bobbleheads. I've got autograph caps. I've got, uh, you know, the pennants. I've got, I mean, I've, I've got it all. So, oh, man. Homer hankies. So. Yeah. I think I have one Homer hanky. I'm not positive. I think I do. It was from like a couple years ago. I've actually got the 87 and 91 ones that are at home. I haven't put them up in my office yet because I'd like to get them in nice frames before I display them. 
But I've got a lot of the ones from like the 2000s Do you and ever, stuff. Do uh, have clients in your office? No, nah, I didn't think so. God, no. That's what I thought. It's, it's your space. It's your dorm room. Right. I mean, it's it's most of the people that do what I do have a home office, but uh, when I started with the company that I'm with, um, they were going through this phase where they didn't want their employees having home offices, so they were willingly – I mean, I, I can't work at our office in Egan. For what I do, I cover this large area in southwest Minnesota. So they actually pay the rent for me to have an office space um, but they've since gone back to that and people that are starting with the company now or are officing out of their home. So I feel kind of blessed that I actually have a place to go to because I like being able to get away from it. And this time of year, this is my busiest time of the year. My office is an absolute shithole. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife stopped in there today. We went to a, <laughs> we went to a seventh grade, uh, football scrimmage this afternoon. So she stopped in my office. Uh, before we went over there and like i could see the look on her face when she walked into my office and saw the disarray like it was going to give her a panic attack and i had to get her out of there so i cannot have people to my office um that's how i felt tonight with our house it doesn't bother me i mean (laughs) that's what i'm saying i'm like shit we need to clean this place off it's been like a week since we cleaned (laughs) uh, you know so i mean i i've this office space that i'm in now i've been in there a little over two years i've had an agent or two stop in there and that's kind of like oh this is where i live you know but um i've had one or two customers stop in there but it's more like there's a there's like a guy from north of town here that that i've dealt with that he was looking for something, so he stopped in to ask me a couple of questions unannounced. I was kind of like, oh, crap, look at this mess. But he's <laughs> one of them guys that I've seen his house, and he can't complain. He has no room to talk. Hope he doesn't hear this. <laughs> I George. doubt if he knows how to. George, we're talking about you, George. That's right, George, we're talking about you. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, did you see, I don't know, who was it, a uh, player from Seattle that was at the McGregor fight is, do you know what I'm talking about? Michael Bennett. Okay. See, you know the whole story there where he was basically assaulted by police officers for no reason, right? If you believe his side of the story. Right. Okay, so what I'm saying is uh, just pretend that everything he's saying is real. I'm, I'm getting to a different point. Okay. Uh, I'm not trying to get political with you. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying – I've just seen other news reports that came out today that – yeah, that's fine. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know the full side of the right. story. Yep. I, I, heard, I heard yesterday's version. Yep, okay. No, I'm, uh, okay, so he did that. And I then, didn't want to step on your touchdown call if right. that's where you were going with the stuff that came out oh, about God, it today. Oh, God, no, we're not going to get serious. Okay. So he said straight up, I will be kneeling during the national anthem because I just feel like there's just injustice in this, and there's nothing to like be united about. Right. Which, if what he's saying is correct, I'm fully on board with who cares. That's the easiest thing you can do to protest. Right. Um, so a lot of people are kneeling during the national anthem now as a statement. Basketball, um, right? Yeah. Um, baseball, or not baseball. Yeah, I haven't seen, any, I haven't seen any baseball players, players doing it, but mostly NFL. I don't well, know. baseball players are going to get deported, so they're just trying to fly under the wing. Right. So what I want to know is, do you think – a NASCAR driver, whatever deal during the national anthem. <laughs> that's where my mind went when I saw that story yesterday. He goes, "I will be kneeling," and then when 
he's the first person I've seen give a statement besides Kaepernick saying, I'm going to kneel. I like, find I, it. And then they cut to a NASCAR story, and I'm like, whoa, wait whoa, a minute. Whoa, yeah. Is, is uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. going to be kneeling for the National Anthem? No, it was just something about a points race. And I'm yeah, like, I don't. That I don't, would be incredible. I don't expect to see it happening. The culture but, of NASCAR fans would oh just yeah, the lose right, their the, shit. The right-wing NASCAR lovers would oh, definitely lose I, their shit. I would, what do you it, think of this Bennett thing now that the fact... I mean, I read it last night. I'm like, God, that's some serious allegations he's making. Right. And if and, what he's saying and is then, true is like, fuck the cops. And then TMZ came out and they're like, eh, wait. They released a video. Which TMZ is... is I mean, for being TMZ, shit, when they break news, it usually tends to be right. Oh, for sure. More often than not. No, they're a reliable source. And now they're saying that, now, wait a minute. Uh, you know, the police came in, told everybody to take, you know, to, I don't know if they told everybody to, you know, lay on the ground or whatever, but they told everybody, you know, to to hang tight. They wanted to assess the situation and see what was going on because there had been shots fired. And supposedly, uh, Michael Bennett, Refused to do so, took off running to the point where he jumped over a four-foot barricade, and then at that point he was detained. Yeah. So yeah, if if that's if true, you're, you're I don't idiot. I'm not getting political here, but if you're white, black, whatever, purple, green, and and there's been a shooting, and the police are saying everybody down, and we're gonna assess the situation, and you take off running and jump over a barricade and then make it look like you have a reason to be running and avoiding them, they're going to throw your ass on the ground and throw cuffs on you and figure out why the fuck you're running away from them. And go ahead and use a little excessive force. Exactly. Because what are you running You're from? a 300-pound NFL player. You know what? Whatever's in your pocket, just throw it on the ground. It's yeah. Not gonna get, and then just walk 10 feet to the left. I mean, I, I get it. We're in a, and we weren't going to get political, but we're in a trying times here. Everything that happens with police is ultra-sensitive. They're just trying to do their jobs. Mm-hmm. Don't give them a reason to do that shit. Right. Right. Exactly. Plain and simple. Just put your hands up in the air and wait until they say, go ahead and So, leave. Michael Bennett, if you're listening to our podcast, you should have done what you were asked, and then you wouldn't have gotten in that predicament. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dirty son of a... That's what he said when he got... <laughs> that, that was a direct quote. Coming out of this, though, did you know that Michael Bennett and Martellus Bennett are brothers? No, no idea. I did not know that either. No idea. Martellus plays for us, doesn't he? I believe he plays for the Patriots. Oh, shit. I thought he was on our team. I hear his name a lot on the fan. Sorry. There's... Okay. Yeah, so... So... I think we've covered all the topics this week. You got anything else you want to talk about this week? No, I really wish that toilet was installed down here. Not with a shower curtain around it. It doesn't need that. does need that. No, I don't care. All right. Byron Buxton's over for 3. Yeah. Uh, twins are going to lose again. No. I bet the Twins come back and win this game. You think so? 20 bucks. No. No, uh, you failed. Not a baseball mind, dude. I'm not betting on baseball. I'll I bet don't... on football. We can go through uh, games or something. Dude, we could do like a season-long picks bet. Like ten bucks a week, and then if I make more right, it reverses your win from the week before. You know. So, are we gonna pick all the games, or do we want to pick one random game to pick? No, let's just do all of them quick, and then just decide. Like, well, if I make, you know, if you made sixty percent correct and I made fifty five percent correct, you won, obviously. But then next week, if it's vice versa, we zero out. 
at the end of the year, you know, there's potentially what's a season? Seven, 16 games. Well, and we the thing is, is we already got one game off here. Yeah, fuck it. Okay, so let's let's start with uh, let's do Sundays. You got a piece of paper right there. Do it. Yep, right on the other side of the computer. You can write these down. I'll get uh, this week's NFL schedule. Okay. And we can. We're really doing this, man. We're I was really excited to have to pee. We're really doing this. Do you want right. to take a quick break? Ah, uh, yeah, let's take one, okay. one minor break and hit the old save button. BRB, sons of bees. Oh, sorry, we're back. I was getting too jiggy with it there for a minute. Jiggy hadn't been invented yet. So so Tim is back from his bathroom reprise. Hey, shut up. We drink a lot of beer during the Pilsner podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> On National Beer Drinker's Day. Um, beer Lover's Day, I think. We're going to run... Oh, yeah, Beer Lover's Day. I am in love with the Surly Extra Citra. Okay, so... I think everyone knows that by now. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I got my regular brand. Uh, I like the um, the Trollway yep. from uh, Insight Brewing. Really like it, but I try to buy something else every time too to see if I like something else. What do you think of the Goose Island? It's not terrible. Um, I actually kind of like it. Uh, it's a lot lighter than most IPAs. It's, it seems like. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. It, it seems like a crisper beer, but. Yeah, it's not bad. I I I don't. Uh, I don't not enjoy it. Um. I don't hate it. This is obviously my fourth one. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get into some NFL picture. I just wanted to get a quick update on our where we're at here. Um, it is uh, twenty five point eight to seven point nine in my favor or in your favor, but you have four guys playing as we've said earlier, and you have one. Yeah, what the hell's happening? It's seventeen to fourteen in the Pats game. Third only quarter just only started. five and a half points for Mr. Brady on your fantasy team. Gronk's not doing well either. And Gronk's got two, and Hogan's got one, but Hogan's got that bad hip, so. I imagine in the fourth quarter, Hogan will, will stand up and do, like, the finger wag thing and no, 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 and then drop the leg on the on the uh, Chiefs. Hey, before we do the picks thing, did you see, um, like, I'm not a big J.J. Watt fan because of his hard knock season, and it really bothered me. Yeah. Like, how annoying he right. was. He was just, like, the tool. Uh, I actually only watched one episode of Hard Knocks this year, and it was today at lunch. They were airing the one where they cut everyone. And I think that's the one where I'm going to watch every year because it's really fun seeing kids get upset. Get their hearts broken. <laughs> yeah, and there was one Canadian guy who made the team for the Bucks. He was super stoked, and he was all French-Canadian. He, With the accent and everything? He made the 53-man. It's brilliant. Yeah, and he's like, no, I really appreciate, you know, like, you, you treat me like an American. Well, what do you mean? He's like, well, you yell at me. You're not like, oh, well, you're just Canadian. That's not how we do things here. <laughs> I'm like, who is this guy? I got to find out who the tight end is. Get, get his jersey. <laughs> He's cool. So anyway, you J.J. Watt. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, he, he did some. He like, raised a shit ton of money for Hurricane Harvey. So And um, that's very, very cool. That You know, that's a cool human thing to do. Um you know, I'm not knocking him as like a football player or anything. There's no cameras on him, so he did a cool thing. I saw a tweet today, and I retweeted it. Had it reminded me of JJ Watt, even though it has nothing to do with him. Um, here we go. Breaking news: First look at a shipment of thoughts and prayers arriving in Florida for Hurricane Irma. Oh, it's an empty truck. <laughs> <laughs> that is brutal. <laughs> That is brutal. I 
am hoping to get some work out of these hurricanes. And <laughs> you dick, you want HIV to happen? That well, no, but um, <laughs> or if we had like Hurricane Albert, Hurricane Irma, Hurricane. Oh wait, no wait, AID. Okay, never mind. <laughs> You're losing it. All right, so um, what are we gonna do? Picks. We're here? gonna do some picks here before we wrap up for the evening. Yep. Um, let's just see. I'm assuming because tonight's game already started, we're both picking the Pats anyway, so it equals yep. out. Yep. So it doesn't I, matter. I would have picked the Pats. So it doesn't matter. Um, we're not gonna do anything about lines or anything about spreads, are we? No. Okay. Let's just do basic, and we'll keep all these sheets of paper. Just basic. Just type W one on the top. W or week one, one or whatever. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, I'm a WK guy. We can fix you. So I let's start with the Jets and the Bills. I'll take the Bills. I would have to agree. I mean, I think that's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, week two is the Falcons go to the Chicago Bears. Uh, I'll take the Falcons. <laughs> you don't even need to explain there. Yeah. It's early. It's not cold. The Falcons are going to dominate. Yeah. So far, this is going swimmingly since we're both taking the same teams. Oh, you picked the Falcons too, huh? Yeah. Ravens and the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are the home team here. Um. The Let's come back to that one. If it's tied at the end. You want to come back to that one, huh? If it's tied at the end. Okay. Um, let's go to the Steelers visiting the Cleveland Browns. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's a no-brainer. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's. <laughs> I am also taking the Steelers. Boy, this is really exciting listening. Uh, Cardinals visit the Lions. I'll take Arizona. I am going to take the Lions on this one. The Lions did it. Good. Good. We need that. Uh, the Jags visit the Texans. And this game is going to be played in Houston. Yeah, so um, it's take Houston. Be, yeah, I think it's going to be. They're just happy to not be in Hurricane Central right now. Yep. I am also taking the Texans. We got the Raiders visit the Titans. I'll take the Titans. I'm going to take the Raiders on that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's 50-50. But when you put home field advantage for the for uh, the Titans. I mean, and I am a Raiders fan. I was disappointed to see that uh, our boy, our local Springfield guy, did not make the act of 53. Yeah, well, what was going on there? Because I saw that he was uh, second on the depth. Yeah, and, and the day before, I read a lot of uh, – I do follow a few different Nashville uh, and Tennessee uh, news sources, sports sources, just because I do kind of like to follow from afar. Um, and, and everything I read had, had him make in the 53. Everyone expected it to happen, and it didn't. And I and from what I read, it was more of a um, – they think the guy that did make the 53, they believe Tyler has more upside long-term, but they thought the other guy they were more likely to lose – they were. They felt they were more likely to get Tyler and keep him on the be able to keep him on the practice squad than than the guy that got the spot over him. I think it was like a sixth round pick from this year. Did uh, is he on a practice squad anywhere, or is he still in Nashville? Or he got he did get assigned. He did get on the uh, the Texans 
or not the Texans, the Titans practice squad. Sorry, I was reading reading an update here. It I looks, know, I watched it. It looks happen. like my my guy <laughs> scored a touchdown. I watched it happen. And uh, yeah. I've really closed the gap now. It's twenty two to twenty five with one, my one, one player versus versus, versus your four. three or four. So um, the Eagles go to the Washington DC football team. Um, boy, it's not Washington DC, are they? Aren't they Washington State? I don't fucking know. The Washington Redskins yeah. play in Washington DC. They do. They okay. do. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, like that's how little I, I mean, care about the skins. The do you think that? I thought it was Seattle and the Red. Okay. Whatever. Would Would you think that Seattle could support two football teams? I guess not. Okay, I'm just checking. So who are you taking on this? But the, I feel like uh, are you taking Baltimore the, is so close to D.C. That is true, but are you taking the R-words or are you taking the Eagles? I'll take the Eagles. Carson Wentz is going to pull away with it. That's what I was going with, too. Uh, Colts-Rams. Rams being the home team. Colts. I agree with you. This is gonna basically come down to. Have you seen the the, the pictures of that Ram Stadium? Like I have not. Oh my god! When they have games now, it's like it was all exciting at first in the Coliseum, like, and now it's like dead again. Like we're talking four thousand people in an NFL stadium. This one should be an interesting one. We've got uh, the Ram, or sorry, the Seahawks and the Packers at the Packers at Lambeau at shitty old Lambeau. Carl Gerbschmidt will be going crazy. I'll take the Packers. I think I'm going to have to take the Packers also. God damn it. <laughs> this is a great segment. Yeah, this is this is great radio on not the radio. Panthers 49ers. Panthers. This is at Panthers. Taking them. <laughs> um Yeah, I would have to agree with you. The Giants at the Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys. Yeah. I thought about it for one second there. Yep. I mean, Zeke's playing this week. Right. The Saints at the Vikings. I'll take the Saints. What are you taking? Obviously, I want the Vikes to win. Right. I am going to... Stick by my original prediction and call this a Vikings win. Oh, dude, I don't even... No, I'm just kidding. It's a Vikings loss. I don't even listen to my original prediction. Who cares? That was three weeks ago. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Chargers and the Broncos in Dallas. Or Denver. Oh, duh, Denver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I had to think for a second who who the hell you just said. (laughs) So we got to go back here to the Ravens and the Bengals. Okay, um, who's at who? Uh, Ravens go to Cincinnati. I'll take the Bengals. I was I was leaning Ravens before, but I'm gonna take the Ravens. Okay, I think AJ just to Green, make just to make this right, and that's why that's why so, I said come back. So we've got three games that we pick separately. We've got the Ravens and the Bengals. Uh, the Lions and the Cardinals, and the Titans and the Raiders. So our our week 
picks here, week one picks here are going to basically come down to three games. Yeah. Which is nice because it's it's going to be, um, you know, it, it's not going to be a tie. So, um, you know, which you know, if we'd had a four different. So what do you say? Like, uh, we'll do ten bucks a week. We'll sure. just Calculate and then just subtract. You know, we could end up. I could only end up paying you twenty bucks. Yep, fair enough. Probably what happens. I'm probably you're probably gonna end up paying me one hundred and sixty bucks. You think so? No. <laughs> So I'm gonna be so cocky when you win eight in a row, and I go, "Ha! Now it's only <laughs> seventy because I won this week." <laughs> so that's our picks. Uh, Tim, do you have anything else you want to plug before we wrap it up for the night? No, but I like the idea that we uh, we should end every show during the football season with the pick segment, and then we'll open up with it. Sounds great. Next week. So peace out, everyone. Follow us on Twitter. Check the check the oh, check yeah. the Twitter bio. For sure. Um, Pilsner Podcast. Uh, it's at Pilsner Podcast. It's at OIFN Pod. I am at T. Hillisheim, and you are at Corey Jensen. That is right. There's no E in Corey. <laughs>